story time. I want to tell a story about a very good friend of mine that stays in a little town called Bolton, North Carolina. I was a police chief there from 1996 to 2002 before I transferred out to another police department. Anyway, this friend of mine, white guy, name is Rick, very, very good guy, very good friend of mine. Uh, he's, he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. He's always down the middle. He don't play no games and shut the job. But Rick used to get me to help him out on weekends and I do little landscaping jobs and stuff. But this day in particular, on a Saturday, he wanted me to help him take down a couple of, trim up some pecan trees in his yard. A guy named is John. I remember that name, John. I said, okay, no problem. I think it was like six to seven pecan street was trimming up. So we get there, we meet John. Now let me get, let me let me give you a visual of John. John is a white male, solid as a rock, about three hundred pounds, all solid, no fat, solid. A, a big issue. He's hairy in a grizzly bear. I'm serious. He, this dude was hairy in a grizzly bear. So okay, cool. So we start trimming the pecan trees and stuff for him. And um, about twelve o'clock, Rick said he told me he said Rick, I'm so o'clock, you get some lunch? I said, yeah. The guy, the guy John said, hey, you can just stay here and hang out with me because you're just going right the road. You can see the place where the food place was. You can see it. So he said, all right, let's go grab some sandwiches and we'll come on back. I said, okay. So before I could turn around, Johnny took his shirt off. He was sweating. He'd been outside with us. He was out of sweat. The sweat just pouring down in there. You can imagine this now. This dude is all hair and sweat. So anyways, hey, Rick, you know, since you're waiting on Ricky, I mean, Ricky, since you're waiting on Rick to come back, I'm going to show you around inside my house. I said, yeah, cool. So we go inside his house. Mind you, he still have no shirt on. So he said, look, before you let's just go my house, let's have a couple of drinks. I said, sure, no problem. So we started pouring some whiskey. Here's some whiskey. So, you know, whiskey. So we're drinking. And I, took, I think I took four, no more than five shots of whiskey in my bowl. So I'm feeling I'm at that level of control. Not the level of out of control. I'm at the edge. I'm cool. That's it. I'm, I'm good, man. That was good for me. I'm sorry. It's hot. Summertime. So he started showing me around his house. Living room. Beautiful. Nice kitchen. But the thing about me is, remember, I'm in law enforcement. I'm very observative. I watch. I look around, you know, look around, take a look around my surrounding to see what's going on. See what I see. So I'm noticing a lot of pictures of just dudes. You know, no, no females. Just all Dude, so I'm like, wow, it's a lot of guys, guys with guns, you know, hunting guns and stuff. Okay, cool, no problem. But it's just too, you know, too many pictures with guys. And that's in the back of my mind. So, see the living room, you see his dining room, you see his, um, you know, his back patio and stuff. I mean, the house is beautiful. For a man, the house is really clean for a male that lives by himself. So, you know, I'm, you know, about, I'm at that age, like I said before. So, he's showing me all the rooms, like, he said, let me show you um, um two my three bedrooms. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hell no. I do not look at no man's bedroom. No and hell no. As a matter of fact, I'm going to sit out on the front porch and wait uh, for my buddy Rick to come back. I'm going to do that. So Rick finally came back. So Rick gave me lunch. And Rick said, what's going on? What's bothering you, man? I said, man, let's cut these, finish these damn trees. Let's get out of here. I'm dead serious. I'm serious, man. Let's finish this job. Let's go. I want to get out of here. I want to go home. I don't want to be here no more. So the guy came out with, you know, I can finish. You know, he, he pays in cash. He's like, okay, boy. No, just get my Rick. They let him pay me himself. Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man, I was uneasy and uncomfortable at that little chat. Come out seeing his bedroom. So I told Rick on the way back. He laughing. I said, dude, I'm not laughing about that. And you see how big that grizzly bear was? And look at me. I'm 190. He could have. Why they slam me? I've been done. So no, man, don't, don't ever let me come back to this guy's house again. So I wanted to tell you that story. Let me tell you the second story. The second story is about um, 
I'm helping Rick build his father, his mother and father's um, home, which is down on Lake Walkermark. So I've been helping him for a while. Now the side's coming up and stuff, everything. So you get this guy. I'm just going to call him Randy. That's not his real name. Well, anyway, Randy comes. I'm on one side of the house doing some stuff. And this Randy guy comes up and starts helping out the other side. So he calls Rick over. I'm not paying attention. So he tells Rick, this is what he said now. Mind you, he said, how do you have an N-word working on your parents' house? Rick said, what did you say? What do you say? He, he was like trying to hush him. Rick said, no, nah, I'm going to tell Rick what you said. He said, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. So Rick said, no, nah, I don't play that game. So Rick came over, told me what he said. So at this time, I'm furious. Rick said, do what you got to do. I'm furious. So, but you know, something tell me, hey, put yourself in control. Don't be out of control because now you're being an idiot. So I had to figure out a way how I want to approach it. So I get up. What I'm doing, I walk across to it. I introduce myself. I tell him who I am. Then I go, this is the way I go with the situation. I said, do you know me? Do you actually know me? He said, no, I don't. Do you know my character? He said, no, he said, no I don't. But do you know I'm a very educated black man who has, that graduated from Shaw University with a 3.8 BPA? Did you know that? Has lots of awards at home, okay? Graduated like fifth in my class in the, in the um, police academy. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't think you did. So I'm very educated. And I left it as that. And I went about, didn't say nothing too much out of the, out of the pocket. So I go back. This guy comes comes back. Oh, start talking to me, man. Talking to him, apologizing and stuff. I'm like, I'll tell you what, man. This way just come to my house so you're not going to have a conversation. And talk. I said, sure. I said, now, mind you, my mind in the back of my mind thinking, okay, I'm going to have to drop the hammer on this guy. I said, I'm not going to be playing with him because he already said some crazy stuff. But I'm going to have to drop the hammer on him so I'm going to be prepared. So, matter of fact, that was a Friday. I was off that Friday because I had somebody work my spot that Friday so I can work this spot that Saturday. So I checked on duty that Saturday, and I drove Bolton back to Lake Walkermore, and I came to his house, let me in and everything. I'm going to give y'all a real good ending to the story. So him and I talking, you know, he telling me the situation. He said, well, that's something I learned from my father, who got it from his grandfather, from his grandfather. I said, so I said, I understand that. Let me give you a little insight. Things have changed. Why come you can't change? Why come you cannot break that cycle? Because you can break the cycle. I'm not saying it's going to happen today. I'm saying it's going to happen tomorrow. You can actually break that cycle if you try. I just try a little bit at a time. Stop trying to judge people without having a conversation with somebody. Stop trying to judge people without knowing their character. Start there and work from that point backward. Back, I'm talking, sorry, forward. And you can solve your problem. Break that chain. He said, you know, I appreciate it. So for like four or five years, him and I stayed in contact with each other. Every time he ran across his number, I called him. He just talked. We talked. And so far, we've been pretty, you know, pretty good friends and stuff. But here's the ending to this, this story. So when I'm leaving, he got two labs. He got a black lab, and uh, I think it's like a yellow, yellow type lab. I said, what's their name? Listen to this. The black lab name was Ronald Reagan. The yellow lab name was George W. Bush. I lied to you not. I said, you know what? Have a good day. I'm out. I'll take care, guys. Bye.